Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some revenge story something a little bit different i thought why the hell not right and if you do love a reddit story why not consider hitting that like that subscribe and maybe that notification bell too and let's dive straight in to today's first story now today's first story comes from drunken black sheep who says mechanic tries to scam me receives public embarrassment in return i 26 female do not look like i would know a single thing about cars five foot three with long blonde hair soft girly appearance and an eternal baby face that makes me look about 15 to 16 years old. I drive a rather beat up looking 2004 Avalon. My dad and brother are both mechanics. Not my profession, but I've learned a thing or seven from them and I'm very comfortable working on cars. I'm only mentioning my appearance because it's very common for mechanics to assume I'm an idiot about cars. A while back, I was pretty overwhelmed with life and didn't have a good space to do it. So I took my car in to get the oil changed. The place offered a free of charge head to toe inspection for any repairs that might need to be made. I knew my car was fine. I'd pretty recently changed the air filter and brake pads. Rotors had maybe 40K miles on them and were in great condition. New serpentine belt too. Literally just didn't feel like changing my oil. Relevant notes, before I went to the shop, I actually checked my air filter and it was, in fact, pristine. Also, I usually call my dad while I'm working on my car so we can chat so he knows what repairs and maintenance I've done and that my car is well taken care of. After they changed my oil, the guy came back with the inspection results on a clipboard and was holding my air filter. He gave this grave look on his face like something was wrong. Mind you, this was a very busy place and there were lots of customers in the waiting room. He told me that we needed to go over the results because my car was about to be completely broken down and also not safe to drive if I didn't get several repairs done ASAP because they were all completely shot. The repairs, new brake pads, new rotors, new calipers, replace serpentine and drive belt, new air filter, new compressor or my AC will not work a heavy threat in the middle of summer in Florida, and a couple more generic things. He showed me my air filter that was filled with dead grass, a dead wasp, some dirt and hair. Bruh. He really scooped some shit off the shop floor and put it in my new air filter to try and freak me out. The total, about $1,500 worth of work. It would be more expensive anywhere else, but he was willing to give me a deal. So I immediately start buying myself time by asking some basic questions that I knew he would have to explain so I could nod at him or wide-eyed while I came up with a good way to respond about what he was doing. What does the serpentine belt do? Is it important, etc.? I text my dad. I'm calling in a sec, just play along. Told the guy, oh my god, that's so scary. I can't believe I was driving around like that. Thank you so much for caring. I don't have the money, so let me call my dad real quick to see if he can help me out. I can't afford this. 
I then proceeded to enhance my dramatic performance by even working up a tear while I called my dad. The guy is standing there with me in front of all the customers. I put my phone on speaker and gave my dad a whole sob story about how I need money again and I'm sorry, can he help me? He asked what the repairs were and how much. I said, I don't know, but it sounds really bad. He says that it's dangerous, dad. I can't be without a car. What am I going to do? Then I asked the guy to tell my dad what the repairs were. He rattles it all off and my dad is playing his part perfectly. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, I'm, I'm glad you caught this so she's not in danger anymore. Little did this scammer know, he was the one in danger. He hands the phone back and I dropped the facade and started laughing really hard. As soon as dad hears me, he started screen cackling into his phone. I said, dad, did you hear this bullshit? Get this, he brought my new air filter I just put in to show me how dirty it was. He pulled shit off the floor or something and rubbed it on there. Dad and I continued to crack up. The audience in the waiting room was also cracking up. Scammy McCanny was beat red and was completely at a loss for words. Head down and some stuttering was his response. I handed him my air filter and told him to go vacuum it out and, and to make sure to let me see it before he put it back in. I sat and watched him put it back once it was clean and, and also watched him pull my car out to make sure he didn't do anything horrible while I wasn't looking. I might have taken it a little far but I really hate when mechanics take advantage of people who don't know anything about cars. So this felt like a massive win. Big props to my dad for this performance and, and for teaching me about cars. Now to me in this, you mentioned that you might've gone too far. I don't think you went too far at all. They could get in massive, huge trouble for what they're doing. Dude was about to take $1,500 off you when all you went in for was an oil change. $1,500 is not a small amount of money. And it's literally, to lose that for some people is devastating. But Wee Man says on this, almost had a mechanic try that on me. I just needed new tires. The lady comes back and says, you need new brakes, rotors, and shocks. That will be about 2K. So I said, thank you for letting me know and walked out, paying for just the tires. A couple of weeks later, I checked them out myself with my dad, also mechanic, and said they are fine. A year later, changed the brakes in a caliper, shredded one side completely for about $500 on my own. Okay, Cheetah says, I had something similar happen to me with the air filter. Guy brought out an air filter claiming it was mine and so filthy it was dangerous. I told him that wasn't my air filter. He asked me how I know and I tell him I don't have a carburetor. Dude didn't think I'd notice he brought this big round circle and mine was a little rectangle. Still shake my head 20 years later. And one more from Emotional Batu says you did not go too far at all. He did. He was about to scam someone out of 1,500. I wonder how many poor souls this man has scammed. This is just vile behavior. People living paycheck to paycheck these days and rely on their cars to get to work or their kids to school. I can't imagine the mental and financial stress he has put onto others because they actually can't afford the repairs he brings up to them. Were you able to talk to his boss? I would have left such a sour review afterwards. My God. And our next story comes from Fun Department 2570 who says, I broke up with my girlfriend over earpods today. It was awesome. My girlfriend, female 22, and I, male 25, had been dating for almost a year now. She's in university, living in the university residence. I work full time and have my own place. Her residence has some very strict rules such as no male guests aside from parents and strict curfew. This will be important later. We're not in the US, by the way. 
Before the Easter holidays, a few friends and I planned a road trip. I invited her, but she declined. The day before my road trip, I decided to get some new earbuds for the trip. My girlfriend came with me to the shop. Once there, my girlfriend decided that she would like a pair of AirPods. I relented and bought her a pair and got some Bose earbuds since I preferred those and do not have an iPhone. On our way back to the university, she mentioned that she liked my earbuds since they looked better than her AirPods. She took them, paired them to her phone and started playing around with them. I didn't think much of it until she said she wanted them and wanted to trade her AirPods with my earbuds. I told her no because I don't have an iPhone so AirPods would be useless to me. Found out later that they work pretty well on Android and that we can exchange hers when I get back since going back now would make her late for curfew. She kept insisting, saying that it would make her happy. I told her I needed them for my trip in the morning, which seemed to be the end of it. We got to her residence and as I was parking, she threw her AirPods at me and said, thanks for the trade, then jumped out the moving car, still wearing my earbuds. I was shocked and it took me a second to realize that she had just run away with my earbuds. I parked then ran after her, but I wasn't fast enough. She had already entered the building. I stood at the entrance with two very burly guards giving me the stink eye while I shouted for her to come back. She just blew me a kiss and went upstairs. I shouted a bit more until the guards very politely asked me to leave. I was livid. She had just robbed me and there was nothing I could do. I stalked back to my car fuming and cursing. However, I started laughing when I got to my car because there on the ground, near the passenger side door was a lovely white box. It seemed in her mad dash to run away, she had accidentally dropped the charging case. I picked it up, my day suddenly brighter, and drove back to the shop. I exchanged the AirPods and got new earbuds, then blocked her, and the next morning went for my road trip. I unblocked her when I went back yesterday, ready to deal with a shitstorm and called her. At first, she was sweet and asked about my trip. Then she asked if she had left the charging case for her earbuds in my car. I told her that I had returned the AirPods and exchanged them for new earbuds and that since my new earbuds didn't work with my old charging case, I'd thrown it away because I didn't need it. That triggered her and she started shouting at me, calling me an asshole and demanding that I get her a new pair of earbuds or we are done. I said, okay, I guess we are done and hung up. I've been laughing ever since. And whilst that one is satisfying in some ways, it's still like must have cost you a shitload of money for those earbuds that you originally purchased that she had. And I don't know if you can just buy like a replacement charging case for them or a knockoff charging case for them or something like that. But still, I enjoyed that story and glad that you're out of that relationship because she sounds like a child. But anyway, let me know your thoughts on that one and let's move on to another story. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. 
Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And the next story comes from SaltyWet247 who says, Hold up the elevator on each floor. Enjoy stopping unnecessarily on a bunch of floors on your way down. So yesterday, I was returning home with a heavy bag of groceries. As I approached my apartment building, I saw a delivery man with a parcel trolley waiting at the door. I decided to open it for him so he could get in while I checked my mailbox. As I entered the building, I heard him get on the elevator. He must have heard me enter the building as well, but he didn't bother to hold the lift for me. No big deal, I'll just wait for it to come back down. The elevator stopped on the fourth floor, and I noticed it stayed at the fourth floor for longer than it normally should, almost like it was stuck. After a moment, it started moving, except instead of going down to me, it was going up and stopped at the fifth floor. Again, it was stopping for an unusually long time. It was at this point I realized the courier must have been holding up the elevator doors with his trolley so they couldn't close, meaning the elevator won't move. Annoyed because I have a heavy bag of shopping. I live on the seventh floor and we only have one elevator. I was even more incensed when I saw the elevator carry on going further up and and holding at other floors. At this point, I'd been waiting a good couple of minutes. So I decided to take the stairs on the seventh floor. However, I ran as fast as I could. Why? Because the elevator was coming down from the 16th floor and on my way to the seventh floor, I pressed for the elevator on each floor I passed. If he enjoyed holding up the lift, he could spend extra time in them on the way down. I waited in the stairwell and listened to the elevator stop on my floor. Doors open, doors close, stop on the sixth and so on. When it hit the fifth, I could just about hear the courier say, for fuck's sake, (laughs) as he realized no one is getting on the elevator. I was out of breath and had a good sweat going on, but it was worth it in the name of pettiness. Now that is true petty revenge and I'm all for that one. And I do love a bit of lift drama as well. Do do any of you have your own lift-based dramas? (laughs) Could be their own subreddit for that, maybe. And let's move on to another story. Next story is from Wildcard Moose, who says Karen tries to cut in line at Disney. Sure, I'll get you kicked out right before we get in. A few years back, I was at Disney World with some friends. Disney had just opened up Pandora, the world of Avatar. Needless to say, the line for the flight of passage was insanely long and looped throughout the park. We get in line and wait about two and a half hours. While we were standing there and chatting, this Karen sneaks in with her husband and two kids immediately in front of us. Her kids point out to her that this is not the beginning of the line. She immediately shushes them and tells them that it's okay to cut the line because they have a flight to catch. The husband doesn't say a word. My friends were about to say something, but I immediately stopped them. My friend looked at me confused, to which I whisper, just watch and learn. We stand in line for about 45 more minutes until we're right at the entrance. That's when I decide to walk up to the security guard and tell them that this lady cut us in line and refused to go back to the end. I told him that I didn't want to cause a ruckus, so I wait until I found him so he can talk to her. Sure enough, the guard walks up to her and says that she cut the line. She freaks out on him and says that she didn't and that she's been standing in line for a while. He proceeds to ask her how long she's been waiting and she says over an hour, to which he replies, the wait for this ride is at least three hours, so you must have cut in. She was puzzled and frustrated but realized she got caught, so she finally stops yelling and agrees to leave. 
as they escort her and her family out the line. I look at her and say with a smile on my face, have a safe flight. Then I look at my friends and tell them, and that's how it's done, boys. <laughs> and we still laugh about it once in a while. And I absolutely hate people that cut in lines. And it's not just them cutting in line, it's the anxiety it gives me of like worrying that people behind me think that I've let someone push in front of me and I have to somehow then deal with it because otherwise it's unfair on the people behind, several people back as well, because I've just let someone cut in line in front of me. All that sort of stuff goes on in my head. Absolute madness. But anyway, let's cover another one. And our next story comes from some username 47 who says, you don't like your boyfriend seeing me braless in the dorm. Then he won't. I live in a college dorm on an all-female floor. I usually wear a bra if leaving the dorm building, but I'm not going to put a bra under my shirt just to walk down the hall to the bathroom. A few days ago, I left my room and walked 10 yards down the hall to the water fountain, refilled my water bottle and went back to my room. I was wearing a white tank top and no bra. The tank top was fitted but not see-through, so you could only see the outline of my nips. <laughs> I love it when people say nips. There was a small group of people hanging out in the hall outside of a few of the rooms, but I didn't think much of it. Until around half an hour later, when I got a knock on the door from one of the girls I'd seen in the hall. She said something to the effect of, Hey, so sorry to ask you this, but if you go out in the hall again, could you put a bra on? My boyfriend's out there and he was staring a little, so... And I'm super non-confrontational, so I was like, yeah, sure, sorry about that. And for the rest of that night, anytime I left the room, I put a bra or sweater on. And that was the end of it, or so I thought. The next day, my roommate told me she'd overheard the girl telling a few of her friends about the incident while in the bathroom. She said the girl was making it sound like I'd been purposely trying to seduce her boyfriend, wearing basically nothing, taking my time at the water fountain, posing to push out my tits, the whole works. When she left the bathroom, my roommate said the girl was actually acting it out at the water fountain, pretending to be me. That night, I passed the girl and some of her friends on my way to go brush my teeth. I wasn't wearing a bra, I was already in my pajamas. The girl looked pointedly down at my chest and all of them started giggling. But the last straw was when the entire dorm got an email from the RA yesterday, saying she had gotten some anonymous complaints about people dressing inappropriately in the hallways and asking that we all just make sure we're keeping things covered up. So here's where I got my petty little revenge. I knew that the girl's boyfriend doesn't go to college here. The girl and I were in the same orientation group and chatted a bit back then. I also knew that due to the pandemic, we weren't allowed to have non-student slash family guests in the dorms this year. So I used the same anonymous complaint form to issue a complaint about people bringing their off-campus boyfriends into our dorm and them not wearing a mask. Masks are mandatory in the hallways, although not frequently enforced. This morning, the RA emailed again saying that due to anonymous complaints, they'd be enforcing the no off-campus guest rule by checking IDs of unfamiliar guests to make sure they were students from then on. Really, this girl should be thanking me. If she was concerned about her boyfriend seeing the vague outline of my tits in the dorm hallways, she no longer needs to worry. <laughs> God, I forget how much I really like a petty revenge story. So we're going to have one more from Top of the Morning who says, a neighbor took my parking spot after I shoveled. I poured water in his windshield. It was a cold winter day. Eight inches of snow had fallen the night before and the windshield made it feel as if it were in the negatives, Fahrenheit. I drive an all-wheel drive SUV, so I have no issues getting out. 
My wife, on the other hand, drives a Prius, which slides with the smallest amount of moisture on the road. My car was down at the time, so we had to take my wife's car. I spent 45 minutes in the freezing cold shoveling that car out so we could get to the store. We were gone for an hour, and when we came back, our neighbor had taken the spot I had shoveled. Our apartment complex doesn't have assigned parking, but in the winter, it's understood that if you shovel a spot, it's yours. So when I saw his car in the spot I had just shoveled, I was pretty pissed. I went inside and filled two gallon jugs of water, went back out and poured them on his windshield. Rinse and repeat. I must have poured about 10 gallons of water on his car. Being how cold it was, it was already freezing by the time I poured the last gallon on. It sat like that overnight. The next morning, I got to watch as he helplessly tried to scrape all these layers of ice off his windshield. Don't take my goddamn parking spot. Edit. You guys need to chill. <laughs> this isn't r slash am I the arsehole. I'm not looking for judgment because I already know I'm an arsehole. <laughs> the point of this sub is to tell stories of petty revenge. I'd say I was being pretty damn petty. Edit 2. Sorry, I find it so funny people telling me I committed vandalism. No damage was done except for wasting like 5-10 to 10 minutes of his time. Ever hear of freezing rain? It does the same thing I did to his car. Never does any damage. This was also many years ago and the cops haven't come to arrest me yet. I think I'm good. <laughs> now, what do you guys make of this one? I kind of agree with OP in that, you know, it is just petty as hell and he's got away with it thus far. So what do you guys make of this? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and what stories of petty revenge do you have up your sleeves? Mm. As always, let me know. And just a huge thank you for spending your time with me today. Getting involved in the stories, your love, support and time always means the absolute world to me and this channel so thank you so much for what you do and hopefully i will see you in the next one take care guys <laughs> much love wake up get up stretch my legs eat some breakfast milk and eggs brush my teeth up wash my face throw my clothes on start my day wake up i can smell the smoke from the bacon Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that's a damn. Hold up, what was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh, jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello. Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.